Hey everyone, this is Melissa and I'm the Talkative Introvert. So this is episode 3 and I have to say this is so much fun. I'm having so much fun doing this. I'm having fun like writing down my topics, my outline, and just putting my thoughts out there. Um, Even if I don't have a bunch of listeners, I still want to continue doing this as a hobby. I mean, it would be pretty amazing if I did actually go big and... Um, actually get sponsors and paid for this like that would be the dream if I could just do this full-time but until then if that ever happens like this is still a pretty fun hobby and I really enjoy doing it all right so I was reflecting on the last episode before I did this one um still not used to my voice and I guess I have a kind of a raspy voice I could so I could feel it right now actually I do have water next to me but I think I just naturally have a, a raspy voice I've actually been told that but I just I don't listen to myself so I don't I don't hear it I didn't know um I also kept referring to a bridesmaid's party as a bridesmaid's party and it's a bachelorette party I don't know why I kept saying bridesmaid's party but that's whatever it's fine um I Ooh, I just did it. I was going to say, I do say um and so a lot. So I'm not going to lie. I did go back and edit out some ums and so's because it's just, I just said it so many times. And I remember taking a comms class. So it's like for public speaking and saying um and so and like and all that are called vocal fillers. And I remember getting marked down for that. So we would have to do speeches in front of the class and then every vocal filler got like a I don't know half a point or something like that marked down so hopefully I just said so but (laughs) hopefully I will try to refrain from saying too many vocal fillers because I don't know it did sound weird but maybe I'm just overly conscious about it because I took that class I don't know uh let's see I was sick (laughs) I was gonna say um again um Also, the mic catches every sound. I did have to go back. Like, I can hear my dog when he gets up to walk and when my chair squeaks. And so I'm still learning this whole recording software and um, learning how to just get rid of all the background noise. I also am not using a real mic, like not a real podcast mic. I I have a headset, so I have my, like, gaming headset if you will it's a corsair and it's still good though i think it still sounds pretty good it's not super muffled at least it isn't to me uh if i do have listeners out there let me know how it sounds if i do get some money for this and like actually get some revenue maybe i can go and buy more professional equipment if you will um but overall, I did try to not edit too much. I, w- I want it to be as live as possible, and I tried to break it so you can't... Like, I only broke maybe long periods of... um, What's it called? Long periods of silence, just to get that out of the way. And then I did, like... I did get a lot of the weird sounds that your mouth makes. So I'm really, I don't like listening to people eat. It's a, it kind of 
uh, it grosses me out and irritates me. Like, I don't like ASMR at all. I hate when people do ASMR while, like, eating AMs. AS, ugh, eating ASMR. So it's that weird, that sound. Sorry. I, I, <laughs> sorry for those who don't like that, but I just do not like that sound. So I tried to go through the whole uh, recording and take that out. Obviously, it's inevitable because you know you're talking so that's that happens but i did try to take most of it out because if you're like me then it's just i don't like it um okay and i didn't and then i also tried to refrain from stopping so my first very my first episode if you guys listened to my last one um you would know that that one's completely scripted i basically read off a word document and um, I kept stopping because I kept messing up what I was saying and I kept going back and forth and then I was cutting stuff and re-recording stuff. And it just was re- the first one, even though I said it was fun, it was fun. I, it made me want to do more, but I just kept like getting frustrated because I kept messing up what I was saying because I'm trying to read word for word what I wrote and so the last episode instead I just did bullet points you know I took notes from other podcasters and they said just to do bullet points don't script it don't work like read verbatim what you wrote um and that ended up being so much better it was it was less frustrating. It was more fun. I ended up having more content. I think the last one is like over 30 minutes long. Um, and it just made me want to do more because I'm not like frustrated and trying to just read off a script. So that was great. And I'm, I'm going to probably just keep doing that going forward. Um, and I'm going to try as much as possible to just keep this live. Don't edit too much, not to like worry too much. Because um, I, you know, again, this is a hobby for now, and I just want it to be fun. And if it does become a big thing, like, I, it really shows when someone's having fun when they do their content. Like, when you watch a YouTuber or listen to another podcast, um, podcaster, you can tell, like, if they're having fun doing it. And those are, like, always the best ones is when they're they're having fun. So I will probably just continue with this method of doing a podcast. All right. So uh, enough of reflecting on the last one. And um, thanks for listening to that. <laughs> this journey I'm on about doing a podcast and all that. It's nice to reflect on and like really think about like what I did last time. And hopefully I'm doing better as I'm doing these and as I'm releasing these episodes. Um, so today we are talking about introvert pet peeves. I've always wanted to do something like this because so with my other introvert friends, it's easy. Like we have pretty much the same pet peeves and we love to talk about it and uh, we enjoy just talking about it. And it's funny and it's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you relate to me and I'm so glad that I relate to you. And um, but with extrovert friends and extrovert family members, they don't know that they're doing this. And I know there's no like ill intent. Like a lot of times it's just them, you know, trying to, they have good intentions when I do some of these pet peeves, but I do want to go over it and like explain why are they a pet peeve and why 
maybe it's just not okay to do that or not okay to treat an introvert that way. Because like I said in the last episode, I do feel like we're in a extrovert world, right? Like people celebrate being an extrovert and they celebrate others being an extrovert. And it's like their personalities are the types people look for in um, job interviews and applications and whatnot. And, um, you know, some of the most famous people in the world are seen as extroverts. And so it's, it's a little frustrating sometimes when people do certain things. So I'm going to talk about some of my pet peeves and then some that I found on the internet. So I just basically Googled introvert pet peeves and then grabbed a few and just made a list. Um, so I'm not going to link those articles because I just looked at a bunch of them and I forgot to save them all. But a good place to go actually is the introvert subreddit. They talk about it all the time. So if you're like into Reddit, like totally check out the introvert subreddit for both introverts and extroverts. Like introverts, it's like a great place to just like talk to other introverts and really just, you know, interact with other people just like you and just like have a great conversation or really just spill like your feelings. Um, and then extroverts, it's a great place to just go and understand why an introvert is how they are other than listening to my podcast, of course. Um, okay. So so let's see. Um, so my pet peeves. Some of these are things I experience and some of these are things I notice other people experience or people told me they experience. So the first one is being told I'm antisocial and need to be more social. I used to get that a lot and it was really irritating because it's not that I'm antisocial necessarily. It's just that I need a break from social things, like social events. So I'm not trying to not be friends with anyone and trying to be a loner. It's just I need a break. And so I hate when people tell me to be more social. Like I have no problems with the amount of friends I have and the the times I pick to be social and go to a social event. Like it's a good balance. Okay, being forced to do social things I don't want to do. Uh, That was more, I mean, it does happen still, but it happened a lot when I was a kid um, because I did like spending time alone or I liked being, doing like quieter, uh, quieter activities. And so, but like I was always told to like go hang out with the other kids or like be, be more, I don't know, friendly, I guess, but like hang out with the other kids and do stuff with them and be part of the group. And it's like, why? (laughs) Why? I don't want to. But so but that doesn't happen that much. You know, I'm an adult now, so I get to pick and choose what I want to do now. Um, When people assume I'm lonely, lonely and need company. So this was pretty big in college. When I was a freshman, it was either freshman seminar. We we like got told to, or we had to take a freshman seminar class. I think it was like a new thing that year. I don't know. Um, it was either, but it was either that or orientation. I can't remember which one. I think it may have been orientation, but basically, either the professor or whoever the orientation host was saying. Um, that college is a great place to find friends and great place to be social. So if you see someone sitting by themselves at lunch, you know, 
maybe tap on their shoulder and ask if they need want some company and or go and just like sit with someone who's sitting by themselves. And in my head I was thinking, no, do not do that. Don't come to me. Don't sit by don't sit next to me. Don't assume that I'm just lonely. And I don't like people just assuming someone is lonely just because they sit by themselves at lunch. You know, like, you know, being in a classroom setting, like being in college, uh, we did a lot of group work. I don't know about you guys, like whoever, if you guys like had to do a bunch of group work, but we always had to do group work and that's exhausting in itself. So having lunch by myself was a good recharge until the next class. So I didn't, I didn't want that. I didn't want people sitting next to me. Don't assume uh, people still do that because I do have lunch by myself at work. But like I mentioned in the last episode, I do that because I'm constantly interacting with people and sometimes I need a break. And but people like to and and I get it, you know, it's it's they have good intentions. They're just want to keep you company in case you are actually lonely. And I appreciate that and I appreciate people like who care about other people, but for me, you know, I just, it just puts me in an awkward situation because then I don't want to be mean and say no, but then I also don't want them to sit next to me and have a conversation while I'm eating my lunch. So it's, it's kind of hard. It's like almost a lose-lose situation. Um, okay. So, oh, making me feel guilty when I want to spend time alone. So like I said in my last episode, I come from a really big family and uh, it's it's hard when you want to do something by yourself or like if people are not even just from family, friends too, like they want to go out and do something and you just you don't have a good reason. You just want to spend time alone and it's hard to it's hard to come up with a good reason and it's hard that, and it sucks that you have to have a good reason not to like just flat out saying you don't want to isn't good enough. And it sucks. Like I want to just say, no, sorry. I just don't want to without feeling guilty. Um, another one. So this doesn't, didn't happen to me, but I've noticed it to happen to other people. Um, assuming they're depressed or even like, as far as suicidal, just because they want to be by themselves or just because they want to spend time by themselves. I think people don't realize that, you know, you can have fun by yourself. You can have fun doing your crafts or like what I'm doing right now, this podcast. Like, I don't need someone like constantly there all the time, 100%. Like, I don't need constant attention. And it doesn't make me depressed. It definitely doesn't make me suicidal. So it it sucks like introvert, being an introvert somehow, some way is associated to being depressed and it's not. And I hope people understand that. Like don't, like, especially if you're a parent and you think your kid is suicidal or depressed, like maybe just talk to them and understand like are you or are you just an introvert and you love and you just enjoy being by yourself like have the conversation don't just make the assumption but also to know I'm not a parent so (laughs) don't take parenting advice from me um okay so the next one okay so this is the last one before I go into like the google search one so this one is 
Oh my god, this one is a huge, huge, huge pet peeve, and I feel like a bunch of introverts will resonate with this and totally agree with me. But when I am congratulated for doing something extroverted, I I absolutely hate that. I hate when I'm given like a kudos or like a thumbs up or a high five for doing something extroverted. Because what that ends up doing, like, I know people are just genuinely happy that you did something, like, outside of your comfort zone. And, you know, they're, I don't know. I know it's, most of the time, it's just good intentions. It's not bad. But I don't think people realize how that can make someone feel. So when someone congratulates you for doing something extroverted for doing something that's not typically what you would do and not really like part of your personality to do like it's kind of demeaning like it feels like who I am isn't good enough being an introvert isn't good enough and that being an introvert is somehow bad or wrong and like when I do something extroverted like it's it's a great thing it's a good thing it's a positive thing as if being an introvert is negative. So I don't, I don't really appreciate it. I don't like it. Um, I, I don't say anything though. I, maybe I should, but I just, I know they're coming from a good place. Like no one's ever congratulated me like out of irony or like to make fun of me. It's usually like, yay, you know, like, I'm so glad you're doing this with me or you're, um, coming out with and going out with me or like, you know, something like that. So I know it's like, it makes them happy and it makes them, I don't know, grateful for my company. So that's why I don't really say anything most of the time, but maybe with this podcast, extroverts can like understand, you know, when you do that, you could really hurt someone's feelings because, because it sucks. Like, I don't like being told or having a feeling like, being who I am isn't good or isn't the right way to be, if that makes sense. So that one was my biggest major pet peeve. And hopefully if you're an extrovert, you can kind of understand like how that can, how that can make someone feel. Maybe other people don't care. And then maybe it's just like a select few of us. I don't know. I can't speak for all introverts, but, um, and for introverts, if you feel the same way, maybe that's how you can tell people or explain to extroverts why that feels, that doesn't feel good. Like, maybe you don't even have to tell them, just tell them to listen to my podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so I also Google searched some other pet peeves. So when I Googled this, I didn't realize that these pet peeves are specific to introverts. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I... I also agree with, and I thought maybe that was special to my personality. I didn't know it was like an introvert thing. So it was actually pretty interesting to Google these because I've never just Googled introvert pet peeves because I know what my pet peeves are. So, okay, let's get to this list. Um, The first one, loud talkers. I didn't know that was an introvert thing. I just, I just don't like loud talkers loud talkers. Jeez. I need to, so that's another thing I realized. I need to enunciate my words better. When I was listening to my, to the last podcast, I don't know. I think I like jumble words together. Maybe I talk too fast. I'm not sure. Or maybe I'm just nervous, 
but I'm going to try to enunciate better. Anyways, back to loud talkers. So I think this is a Filipino thing too, but Filipinos do talk loudly. If you go to a Filipino party, it's you come prepared. <laughs> Just come prepared. It's so loud and people talk loud and um and I know people obviously it's not just Filipinos it's there's a lot of people I know a lot of people who just naturally talk loud and it's kind of I don't know I just never liked it it kind of it tires me out when someone talks so loudly like it's pretty draining to listen to someone who's a loud talker um no offense to loud talkers I, I have friends and family who are loud talkers and I can't I don't want to offend them <laughs> It does, it does kind of, I don't know, arc me in a way. So I didn't know that was an introvert thing. As I'm doing this podcast, like I'm learning even more about this subject. Okay, so next one, surprise visits. Yeah, I, oh, I hate surprise visits. Don't, don't come knocking on my door unannounced. I'm usually like not prepared to see somebody and, um, I also grew up where if you have visitors, you clean your house first, and that might seem like normal for some people, but <laughs> I've been to houses before, and people, that's not a custom for everyone, that's for sure. Anyways, so first of all, you know, I'm usually not ready, socially ready, like I have to socially prepare myself to see someone and then my house like I would like it to be clean (laughs) so don't no surprise visits um small talk I I don't I think I just don't do well with small talk it's usually just really awkward I'm not very good at um I don't know coming up with small talk conversation topics I don't even know how to properly small talk maybe that's something I could search up like how to properly small talk cuz i i don't enjoy it i'm not good at it 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 always ends up being awkward i usually never know what to say and then i'll think about some, what to say in response like way later like way after the conversation's already over so no okay spontaneous plans didn't know that was an introvert thing either i thought that was just specific to me so i'm a huge uh planner I even used to own planners, but I am now trying to be more, I don't know, I guess environmentally friendly. Also, planners are just really expensive, so I'm sticking to my Google Calendar. But I've I've had an Inkwell planner. I've had an Erin Condren planner. I've had a simplified planner, um, the Emily Lee one. Like, I was big into planners, and I've always had a planner all throughout school and all throughout college. Um, I recently just stopped doing that for the 2019 year. So this year, 2020, I am not doing a planner at all. It's all completely digital. But with that said, um, yeah, I don't like spontaneous plans because... Um, even though I'm an introvert, I'm also really busy. I mean, obviously with this quarantine, that's all changed. But for the most part, this is going to sound weird coming from an introvert, but my weekends are usually full. So like it's either someone's birthday or some event or I'm like helping my mom out or like um, having plans with friends. 
So I have to like, so I don't really do anything during the week because I'm at work and by the time work's done, I'm usually pretty tired and I'm socially exhausted by then because of like just the interactions I have with my coworkers. So I typically don't do anything during the week. I just spend time with my husband and my dog. But on the weekends, you know, you only get like four weekends a month. And so one of those weekends, I try to like hang out with one of my friends or not one of my friends, but like you know, my friends. Um, and I try to reserve a weekend for my mom and I try to reserve a weekend for like my husband. And then I try to reserve a weekend where I just don't do anything. And that's really hard to do because then we have to account for like special events. So my weekends tend to be really booked up and like, it's, (laughs) it's exhausting. Um, Like, I have to sometimes tell my friends, like, hey, book a weekend in advance because I'm going to go with it's like a first come, first serve situation. Like, even though I don't have a lot of friends and I it's just mostly family and like reserving time for people who are really close to me, like my husband and my mom and um, even my brother sometimes. He's easy because we can just go on Discord and chat and, like, play video games together. We don't have to, like, physically see each other all the time. But he does have a baby. And I do. It sucks because we have this quarantine. So I don't get to see her that often. Um, But hopefully when this is done, I can go see her. Anyway, so, yeah, spontaneous plans. For me, personally, it just doesn't work out. Because a lot of times I'm already booked. (laughs) It sounds so weird, but I am. I am usually booked and spontaneous plans are just, it doesn't work for me because it's like I specifically plan breaks in there because I know I get tired. I know I get socially exhausted. My social meter like has a limit. So uh, no, I can't do spontaneous plans. Um, I can sometimes. There's those, those very rare few times I have done like where my friends just text me like, hey, you want to have dinner tonight? And then we'll go have dinner. But those are very, very rare. So another pet peeve I found was, why are you so quiet? So I didn't put that in my list of pet peeves, but it is it is something I've um, experienced. But it doesn't bother me as much as, I guess, other introverts do. Because when people say, why are you so quiet? I just say, because I'm quiet. <laughs> so simple as that. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't, I don't get asked that a lot. Um, Like I know people notice I'm quiet, but they don't necessarily ask me. It's just like an observation, I guess. Okay, so this next one, physical contact. So this one was another thing I thought was my, just part of my personality. I didn't see it as an introvert thing. So I don't, um... It's not that I don't like physical contact. Like, I I like hugs, you know. I like hugging my friends and hugging my family members. And I, it's not like you, I don't like physical contact. It's physical contact, I guess, from people who are not super close to me. And physical contact, like, like, I don't like when people touch my face. I hate that. Um, you can you can ask anyone. I don't know why. I just don't like when people touch my face. I'll I'll flinch if someone tries to touch my face. Like someone tried to take an eyelash or something off my face, and I just completely flinched and freaked out a little bit. And it's just part of my mannerism. I didn't even think about it. Just I just automatically flinched. 
So yeah, I didn't know that was like a introvert thing. That's interesting. Um, typically when I first meet people, I shake their hand or something. Well, it's see, it's now it's different now. So I don't know what we'd be doing. Elbow bumps, I guess. That's what like some people are doing, but I don't enjoy physical contact from strangers or people I don't really know that well. It takes a while. Like once we build up a relationship, then I'll I'll convert to hugging you. Um, FaceTime. So FaceTime is a new thing. Um, now that we're quarantined, I feel like I'm FaceTiming more. Well, not yeah, more than I definitely don't do it often. Like I rarely do FaceTime, but when I do. It's kind of the same as being like one and one, like the same exhaustion, I guess, from being one and one with a person. And it is tiring. So it's like the same social aspect as being with, like being next to someone. It's just more, it's just virtual. It's the only difference. So that's a, that's a new pet peeve for me, but um, I guess it is for other introverts since FaceTime was, became a thing. Um, being told we're too serious, too sensitive, and have excessive sarcasm. So, that's true. I get told that a lot, and it is pretty irritating. Like, like I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for being me. Um, excessive sarcasm, I have been working on that. So, in college, I always tell the story, but I got points taken off because I was too sarcastic. So the teacher requested for an essay and it's we were supposed to do it in our own persona. And I was like, okay, so I guess my persona is sarcastic. That's not what I was thinking when I wrote it, but I guess when I was when I was writing it, I was writing it like how I would just me being who I am, being myself. And when I turned in the paper and got my grade back, um I got like I got a 99% and I was like, okay, so what's the 1%? Like, why did I lose a point? And the teacher wrote because I was too sarcastic. And I was like, but didn't you just ask for us to write in our own persona? persona? So I hated that. But (laughs) I guess I am sarcastic. That kind of validated that for me. Um, But I am doing a little better the only reason I'm saying, I'm not saying being sarcastic is bad or wrong or anything like that, but it does rub people the wrong way. And sometimes I forget about that. So I am better about it, like in the workplace. Personally, I don't know. You'd have to ask my friends and family. <laughs> but at the, in the workplace, I am getting better. I try not to be too sarcastic. I know it hurts some people's feelings. So sorry. Um. Okay, and this last one. This last one I should have added to my personal list. But I didn't think about it until I read it on um, whatever article it was. But making us stay longer at a party. Oh my god. That is a huge pet peeve. Like, if you're an introvert, you would understand why someone leaves early. But being an extrovert, like... Just let us leave early, please. It's there's a reason why we're leaving early. Like I need people to understand that when we leave early, it's not because we don't like you. It's not because, you know, we have any negative um thoughts about you. Like it's not about you at all, really. 
it, that's what it comes down to. It's not about you and it's nothing personal to you. It's just that our social meter has drained. We're, we're out of energy. The Energizer Bunny has stopped working. It's just we're done and we need to recharge. We need to just re like, yeah, recharge. We need to relax and we need to go back into our home, our little hole and just hibernate a little bit until the next social gathering. So extroverts out there, you know, if you know your friend's an introvert, um, don't, don't try to just make them stay because they want to leave and it's, it's nothing against you. It's not personal. Try not to take it personally. They just really need to go home and recharge and they'll be ready for the next one. So that was the last one. So hopefully, wow, I definitely spoke way over, not way over, I shouldn't say that, but I definitely spoke over half an hour about my pet peeves because I really want to get this out there because there there are a lot of things that people do that they don't realize can be a little irritating. Obviously, some of these things are just whatever, you know, it's going to happen regardless. It doesn't. It's not a big deal. Who cares? But some of these are like kind of big, like the whole congratulating someone for doing something extroverted. Like maybe that doesn't seem like a big thing to some people, but to others, like that can really hurt someone's feelings. And I know people aren't trying to, but it's just... It can really make someone feel like they're not good enough for being who they are. So maybe just keep that in mind the next time one of your introvert friends does something that's like totally out of the ordinary. Like instead of congratulating them for for being an extrovert or doing something extroverted, maybe say something like, you know, I really, I'm so glad that you're here. Like, I'm so glad you're doing this with me, or I appreciate you coming with me or doing this activity with me or, you know, some, something along the lines, those lines, not just saying like, yay, you're doing something extroverted. <laughs> so like stuff like that, or maybe a little more serious and like the whole also making someone feel guilty to spend time alone. Like, don't make someone feel guilty because they don't want to do something. And that kind of goes for anything, really. Um, like, if you really, truly don't want to do something, like, if you don't want to go on that hike or go to that party or, I don't know, whatever, like, we shouldn't feel guilty because we don't want to do it. And that's something I, I need to work on, too. Like, I need to make sure that I'm not pressuring my friends at the same time because sometimes you don't know it. You don't know that you, when you do something that might irritate someone or make someone feel bad. So I hope this episode was a little informational. Um, hopefully gave you some insight into what introverts find ir- may find irritating or frustrating. And now you have a bit of an understanding why it's frustrating or why it's irritating. And I don't want to, it kind of makes it sound like introverts don't like extroverts, but that's totally not the case. I mean, like I said, a lot of my family members are extroverted. Um, One of my best friends is an extrovert. So it's not that we don't like extroverts. So 
I didn't want this episode to be like, why we hate extroverts, but that's not true. That's definitely something um, I want to talk about in another episode, and that'll be a fun episode too. So I hope it didn't end on a negative note. It's just more for awareness. Like, So I hope you found that interesting, and um, if there are actually listeners out there and you found this this interesting please go follow my my instagram page at the talkative introvert underscore podcast you can also find me on facebook i'll link all those in the description um i might i did make a youtube page and i don't know by the time i by the time i publish this if i'll have a youtube channel but if i do it will be called the talkative introvert podcast so I will also link that in the description if I decide to go that route. Um, yeah, and then send me messages. Let me know. Like, do you do you agree with my pet peeves? Do you have the same pet peeves? Do you not have the same pet peeves? If you're an extrovert, do you have questions? Um, like, let's start a conversation. So thanks, guys. I hope you liked that. I hope it was interesting. Hope to hear from you guys. And... Um, Yeah, I will talk to you in the next episode.